2: Hello all, Hollywood here, and you are listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast. What you are about to hear is part one of a two-part preview of the upcoming 2023 Monsters of Rock cruise. Part two will be available in just a few days. There are so many bands on this cruise that we couldn't cover it in just one episode. So here is me, Steven, and our buddy Tony from Restrained talking all things Mork. Now, crank it. Up.
0: it's time for our annual Mork preview. So Monsters of Rock Cruise is coming up. So we're going to go through all the bands and artists that are playing the boat. We're going to talk about some tips for the first time cruisers. Basically, the whole point of doing these things is to one, share with the listeners who have never been on a Monsters of Rock Cruise what it's like. And two, for people that are on the line or on the border of going on a cruise or not going on one of these rock cruises sort of what it's all about. And then if you're booked on the cruise, this is a place where we're going to share some of those tips for the first time cruisers, because it's a lot to take in if you're uh, going for the first time, right? Yeah. And I think all of us have made mistakes on those first cruises and
2: uh it's so much fun that you want to enjoy it as much as you can. So take the tips for what they're worth. You're going to make your own plan, right? But we've been on, I think this is my fifth now.
0: So I've been through it. So we're going to share, right? That's right. It's your fifth. It's my fourth. And we're going to bring along a guest who is also part of our traveling group, so to speak. Tony Musalam from the band Restrain. Tony, what's going on? What's happening, gents? Good to see you. So Tony and his brother Mark, who normally travels with our group. Mark's not making the cruise this year, but Tony, you're back on board. Tony, how many for you is this
3: going to be? It's either six or seven. I can never remember. Um, well, just because I just can't remember anything, but I remember one year we did the, the monster wood out of the West Coast. So yeah. So I think we got an extra one in on you guys, but yeah. Yeah. And you've done several kiss cruises, right? Yeah. I've done the last two kiss cruises. Okay. Uh, and I've noticed
0: that there's sort of a migration of KISS cruisers over to the Monsters of Rock cruise in the last year or two, I guess, because the KISS cruise is sort of KISS isn't going to play on the cruise anymore. So I think KISS cruisers are looking for new ways to vacation, maybe. Is that accurate, Sonny?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, most of the folks that are KISS cruisers that love 80s KISS, this cruise is a bang zone for them. This is everything you love right? So there's no reason not to be on this cruise. Now, you've got, you know, the Kiss fans that, yeah, it's only the four originals, and I don't care about anybody else. Well, they probably don't like any of the bands we're going to talk about today. So I guess they won't go on the Monsters Rock cruise. But for most of those folks, they're in the same age range. They've got the disposable income to be able to enjoy something like this. And we've done the math before. It's actually cost-conscious for fans of music.
0: Yeah. So I actually want to do like an actual cost comparison this year, when we go to the concerts and just sort of count the number of full concerts that we see while we're on board and do the math, because I went and saw Skid Row and Buck Cherry last week, the week before last, and I paid for two general admission tickets. It was ninety-two bucks. Fees in all, I think the tickets were like 40 bucks each and then you've had fees on top of it or whatever. So I think it was like roughly 92 bucks. I paid another 15 bucks for parking. We went out to dinner that night, which was, you know, we just picked up something pretty quick and easy. I think it was maybe another 15 bucks on top of that, 20 bucks on top of that. So you're already at a hundred and a quarter just to see two bands for the night. I feel bad for Jen. She got a $10, $10 dinner
2: to have to hang out with your dumbass to see fuck Cherry and Skid Row. At least you're going to fed the woman.
0: There's a lot longer story in the, into that, and I won't go into it now because it'll take too long, but there's a story behind that. Anyway, so the point is, is that if you do the math, which I want to do once we go to all the concerts this year and just kind of break it down, it does become cost effective. And the beautiful thing is is that everything is right there. So your cabin is literally within two minutes of the theater and two minutes of, you know, the venues, the pool stage. You can come, you can go however you want to do it. It's, it's fantastic. If you've never been on a cruise before, I mean, we cruise regularly. So we know what we're getting into with the cruise. This is basically on steroids. It's nonstop concerts monsters of rock cruise this year leaves out of Port Canaveral on April 29th. And it is a five day cruise to Porta Plata and private island of Lavender, And it is just, it's nonstop rock and roll.
2: So when we figure out this cost structure thing, so like if
0: I walk out of Piercy House, we'll say two bucks. <laughs> no, I think that the way we look at it is we just count the concerts that we stay, you know, 45 minutes or more. Well, put down 500 bucks just for my ice cream intake. (laughs) You can figure all that out. I'm telling you. We'll do the math on this. You're good with math.
3: Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock.
0: So for first-time cruisers on the Monsters of Rock cruise, I often see people post, This is my first year on the cruise. What are some tips and tricks for me? What are some things that you would suggest? The first one that a lot of people tell people is don't go trying to see everything. And I think that that's a good tip. Know up front that you're going to miss some bands. You can't go and see every band. Every band plays twice on the boat unless they play the pre-party. They all get one-hour sets. The first day, nothing runs on time. Almost never that first day. Facts. So go with a plan saying, I want to see these 10 bands. And then these bands, I'll see if I get a chance. And these bands, I just don't care about. And I would also say, concentrate on the bands that are from Europe, because those are the bands you won't have a chance to see on land in the U.S., most of them don't make it over to the US. So make sure you familiarize yourself with some of those bands. Sonny, what about you? First piece of advice is you can't go see everybody. And uh, I thought. That first
2: time Steven was on the cruise, he would leave a show and then the coolest thing would happen the minute he left. Mm. It happened to him like 10 times. Oh, did you see that? I didn't see that. I was there. It happened after you left, dude, because he was trying to go hit every concert. So, yeah, that is definitely the thing. I would say the other thing is you are going to get pretty much the entire schedule right up front. So you can make some good plans for bands that you absolutely love and want to see. If you get the opportunity and you're at downtime, because there is some downtime because, you know, whether it's three bands playing at the time and you don't like any of the three bands, there is a little bit of downtime. If you get that, you may want to go check out one of those bands and just go in for a song or two and then leave if you want to. I've done that plenty. Like I walked into Kiefer that one year, go, yeah, that's Tom. And then I walked up. Right? Like I listened to one song I'm like, yeah, he sounds the same. Okay. Right. It's not that I hate Tom Kiefer. It's just that I've eh, seen it done. I do the same thing with kicks. How many times have I missed kicks? Right. Same thing over and over and over. But I just want to see if they still got the chops. I go see a song or two. I'm like, that's cool. And then we got friends that live and die by that thing. But I'm interested in what Tony has to say on this, because knowing him for as long as I have, you have no plan.
3: So what is the mistakes that you have made? Maybe it's not having the plan. You are a hundred percent correct. I do not go in with a plan because year one, I made a spreadsheet. Remember, <laughs> yeah. you guys all laughed at me about it. Everybody laughed. Then next year, here comes Sonny with his spreadsheet. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought, but I threw that shit out the window because I remember watching Steven, like, like you said, jam out halfway through a show. Hey, I am going to go over here, like have fun. Like I'll catch them on their next show. So to everybody's point, figure out. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have the certain bands that you really want to see, but if there's an overlap, that's when you really got a plan. When there's two bands that you really want to see and they're overlapping, then you got to figure out, okay, when are they each playing again and pick which time you're going to see that band? Yeah. Outside of that, I don't have any other plan because I'm really there just hanging out with everybody. That's the only reason I go on the kiss cruise because there's, there's not as many bands. It's not, you don't get the bang for your buck on that one but there's more downtime. So you get to hang out more with with your friends, you know?
0: And I think that's become much more prevalent over the number of times that we've done this cruise now at this point, because like you guys said, the first year it was in and out of shows trying to see everything. It was not relaxing. It was not, I mean, it was fun. I got to see a lot of bands, but it wasn't that much of a vacation, so to speak. I think over the last few years, our group has grown also from, you know, there were six to 10 of us at first, but then it became like all the guys from Potter and Hell come. This year, Kevin Williams is coming. Our group has grown to where there's literally like pretty much 20 of us that hang out in the Schooner Lounge on a regular basis. And that has become a really fun part of this whole trip is kind of hanging out in between the concerts and just chilling out. So I would definitely encourage people to find time just to not be nonstop, just hang out and talk with people and chill out. And it's that much better if you go with friends, you know? And I've also seen this. I
2: was a heavy drinker. I haven't drank for 16 years, but I have seen it on the cruises because people get the unlimited drinking package. You know, it's pricey for the night, but if you drink a lot during the day, you get, you know, you pretty much get your money's worth. But because it's unlimited, People will go balls out the first night. It is a hefty price to pay the next day, especially if you have yeah. never been on a cruise. Dude, you might want to get your sea legs before you go start like really pounding the whiskey because the next day is usually nonstop bands from the punch all the way to the night. The first day, everybody's still onboarding and blah, blah, blah. You don't even get music till about three or four o'clock. The next day, that shit starts at like nine o'clock. You're going to start missing stuff if you hammer.
4: Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them.
0: Yeah, because the first full day is the C-Day. Yeah. Uh, and if you're so, hungover, ooh, yeah, that's a rough, rough. day. <laughs> it is rough.
2: Not enough fiber in your diet?
4: Can you help me? My doctor said I have to take a
2: laxative! Well, that lady sure needs help. So try Lantern
0: Laxative. You won't be sorry. So there's four stages. There's the pool stage, there's Studio B, there's the theater, and then there's the Star Lounge, right? The four stages. The Star Lounge, for me, is the worst place to see a band. That's a place that should be really just like acoustic performances, maybe comedians, things like that. That should be all that's in that. Unfortunately, they put bands in there sometimes. Usually not any of the bigger bands or more popular bands. It's more the newer bands but the stage is only like a foot off the ground. So unless you're right up front, you ain't seeing that band. What was that band
2: that played in there that, that had the first name repeated? I want to say it was like Humpty Humpty or
0: Nick Nick or what was
3: it? Oh, stop, stop. Oh, was it called stop stop stop? stop, stop? stop, 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 Stop. Yeah. Stop,
0: they stop. they ended up playing those Star Lounge both times. <laughs> yep. No, they played it once. They played the theater. Oh,
3: did they? Uh, the second time. Yeah, because oh, I did
0: catch some of their set in the Yikes. theater. But... So that's not the place to see bands. I would say any of the other three venues are great. My favorite, personal favorite is Studio B. That's where I really like to see bands. The pool stage is good and so is the theater. It's pretty much nonstop bands from usually, I don't know, what would you say? 11 o'clock in the morning, sometimes 12 o'clock in the afternoon to about midnight or even one o'clock in the morning those last bands playing on on that first night because things run so far behind when did it it was the three of us that went to that lynch mob
2: yeah like a one in the morning or some shit yeah and that was brutal yeah the band had a tough time probably staying sober that long to be honest with you super Mm. brutal
0: (laughs) i would say uh take the opportunity to try to go to dinner in the main dining room uh your food is covered in the main dining room it's a good experience and it's nice to do that once in a while rather than just like eating pizza or buffet It's not as good of an experience. So if you have time, make time somewhere in between the bands
3: there to go to dinner. Yeah, I definitely try to hit the main dining room as often as I can, depending on, you know, if there's somebody I really want to see or not. But because, like you said, the food is so much better. It's full service dining. You don't have to, you know, do the buffet thing. I know a lot of folks prefer the buffet because you get in and out or whatever. But listen, man, I'm on vacation. I'm going to enjoy myself. So if nothing's going on, I'm going to go to the dining room.
2: Yeah. And I would say the unwritten rule. Of, you know, am I going to be able to get autographs or pictures with people or blah, blah, blah? Here's the unwritten rule I live by, and I think it's supposed to be this way, but I'm not positive on that. If the artist that you want a picture with or want them to have them sign something, if they're fully decked out, then they're probably okay to approach. But like Hokstra with his hair pinned back and the basketball shorts, I don't think he wants to take pictures of anybody at that point. Joel is a great guy, but I don't think he wants to take pictures or sign shit when he's sweaty off the basketball court, you know what I mean? So I would say that's the unwritten
3: rule to me. He doesn't mind that. I, I know that mm-hmm. for a fact, but um, the one but, picture I got was in basketball. <laughs> shorts the back.
0: I was laughing. That's
3: right. I just can't do
2: yeah, that. No, I can't do that.
3: No, I, uh, for me, I would say the unwritten rule would be if they're eating, correct. Leave them alone. Yeah. Let them have some peace. If they're walking around, I think they're fair game.
2: Yeah. I'm going to say,
3: man, not now, but for most part, they'll, they're, they're
2: pretty cool. Right. He does a good job of if he sees somebody like walking around, but they look like they're just looking for a place to sit, he will tell the artist, hey, you can come and sit over here. We got a seat here.
0: And sometimes a person say, hey, I'm looking for somebody. Sometimes they'll just sit down and start eating with you and talk to you, which I think is great. You definitely have five days. I mean, they're walking around nonstop and a lot of them, you know, a lot of them are with their families. A lot of them bring their families or their significant other or whatever on the cruise. And so sometimes you have to feel that situation out, pick your moments or whatever. But I generally, the food thing is what I stay away from. If they're eating or whatever, I just I kind of stay away from that. Casino bar. Is usually a good place to get, you know, a picture or
2: autograph or something like that. You you know, we've played Blackjack with Nuno. We've played um, Roulette with Winger. We've played Craps with Michael Wilton. Like there's you get
0: opportunities to kind of hang out a little bit if, you know, they're out there doing stuff. I've listened to Kip Winger all week long doing interviews for the new album. Tell people if they want to find him on more. He's in the casino. He's a late night gambler. Yep. Yep. And I purposely
2: wait until he bets 17, 18, then I put my chips on top of his.
3: <laughs>
2: and he'll wait and let me, he'll wait for me to bet, and I'll just sit there, sit there, sit there. He'll put his stuff up, and then I put it on top of his. <laughs> Dick.
0: <laughs> all right. So we're going to go through all the bands that are playing on this uh, year's Mort. But before we get too deep into that, you know, we got to do this.
3: it's time for the crank it up new
1: music spotlight
0: all right for tonight's crank it up new music spotlight we're going to feature one of the bands that are playing on the ship this year it's the band the cruel intentions from oslo norway and this is a song off their latest album venomous anonymous called kerosene check it out
2: So for me, the guitar riff has a 70s feel. The vocalist sleaze rock. Music's good. The song is fine. Tone, I can't listen to the vocal. I I hope live that it goes better, but I cannot listen to the vocal. Same. He is brutal. Uh, I mean.
3: (laughs) That's kind of mean. The guy's trying his best. I'm sorry. I'm here to critique it, right? So that's what I'm doing. I actually really like the song. It's super catchy. I actually liked everything about it. Except for when he's singing by himself in the verses, it's really, really tough. When he's in the pre and the chorus, it's all good. It mixes in and it, it sounds fine. But yeah, no, he's he, that's the only thing I actually don't like about this song is just his voice. Yeah. This is very faster pussycat type style vocals, and I don't like them either. Yeah. So but at least I like this song. Yeah, I'll go check them out for sure. Steven, sometimes live when there's a lot going on,
0: the voice is more tolerable, but you probably love this because this is absolutely the stuff you love. So this is definitely one of the bands that I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm hoping that they're really energetic live and, and good live. I like them musically, but the guy's vocals to me is a lot like a lot of these sleaze bands like Hardcore, Superstar, all these bands where I can take it to a point, but at some point, it kind of wears on me. So I completely understand what you're saying about that. And this guy's voice is definitely that. Now, that being said, I should be able to get through a whole concert. You know, like I said, if they're bringing the energy and they're hyped, I dig the music enough. I like their first album. I like this latest album. Uh, it's just, yeah, the guy's vocals is that sort of nasally sleazy sound that is a little bit too trebly for me. But it's a good tune. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to check them out live because I'm not making that mistake. Like, I
2: skipped Hardcore Superstar last time. I'm like, man, I was kicking myself. I'm not missing them either. So, yeah.
4: We interrupt this program to bring you a special report.
1: Look at all the people here tonight. Oh, man. I got to make an announcement right here. Can you hear me out there?
0: It's time to take a quick break in the action from this week's episode. Sonny and I just wanted to thank all of you, the listeners, for joining us each and every week. Whether you just found us today or have been listening for multiple episodes, we love your passion for music and rock and roll in general. We consider you all part of our Loud Minority family. Always remember you can communicate with us a few different ways. If you don't mind Facebook, head over to the Growing Up Rock Loud Minority Facebook group and be part of the conversation. It's a private group and all you have to do is ask to join, answer a few rock and roll questions, and you're in. If you despise Facebook, which many people do, then send us an email to growinguprock at gmail.com. We get everything there. You can follow us on Twitter and Insta at GrowingUpRock, which is one word: G R O W I N U P R O C K. In the event you feel entertained by our podcast, we would appreciate it if you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode, and go leave us a five-star review either at Apple Podcast or PodChaser. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. Oh,
1: I went on a cruise. This is the weirdest thing ever, man. You go on a cruise, you meet every employee. (laughs) Yeah, you yeah, every, you go on a cruise, I met the captain of the boat. The captain of the cruise ship does laps around the boat every day, speaking to people, that's too much. I have no need to meet you, sir. (laughs) Listen, there's no, at no point in my vacation do I need to meet the highest ranking officer on the boat. I don't need to do that. I'm at the pool, here come the captain, he's got a stupid jacket on, he's sashaying around Welcome <laughs> aboard, I am the captain, yes. We are having pleasure, we are in ocean, and we have pleasure. He's got them stupid medals dangling off his jacket up. He took heavy fire in and Cozumel, and I don't know how he got him, but he's got... We are having fun in the ocean. So, are you having fun? Bitch, who driving?
0: All right, so we're going to go through the bands and artists that are playing the ship. Let's start with this first group of six. I'll go through the bands. You just say whether you care, don't care, what your thoughts are. So we're going to start with Tesla. Sonny? Don't care.
3: What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. How about you, Tony? Um, I mean, they're local. So they're, they're my guys. But um, I mean, I'll check them out as long as they're not competing with somebody I want to
1: see.
0: Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. I'll probably try to catch at least one of their sets, but it really comes down to whether or not they're competing with anybody else. Michael Shanker. How about you, Sonny? I'm interested in Ronnie Romero. If they do more MSG than UFO, I think I'll be
2: interested. If they do more UFO than MSG, I will not be interested.
3: Yeah, I mean, I definitely am going to check out Michael Shanker because, I mean, he's a phenomenal player, obviously. But Like Sonny says, he loses me because he definitely leans more towards UFO stuff versus the MSG stuff, which again, like Sonny, I prefer the MSG stuff. I don't really want to hear the UFO stuff, but I get a lot of people do. So I'll definitely be there again, unless competing with somebody I want to see more, but I'll definitely check him out as much as I can.
0: I for sure will catch at least one of his sets. I saw him not too long ago, a few years back, and he played a good mixture of Michael Schenker material, some UFO material, and even a little bit of Scorpions material. But it was mostly Michael Schenker. You know, he always does like lights out and rock bottom, some things like that from UFOs, some of the more popular stuff. But uh, he definitely plays a lot of uh, Michael Schenker stuff. Not so much MSG, but Michael Schenker uh, type stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. Steven Piercy, how about you, Sonny? <laughs> casino yeah
3: <laughs> we knew that was coming i'm definitely going to go see steven i mean I, i'm a rap fan granted the biggest part of why i'm a Rat fan is not there which is warren Martini. but um i'll definitely go check him out and if he sucks too much i'll join sunny in the casino <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i think i'll have to check out at least one of his sets simply because i like rap music and if he's competing against somebody like one of the Euro bands or something, then he may fall to the wayside. I don't know, but I'll definitely uh, try to catch at least a set.
3: Queensryche. How about you, Tony? Let's start with you. I uh, just saw them actually. What was it last month? So yeah, I'm definitely going to check out Queensryche. Um, they're always good live. Todd sounds fantastic. So yeah, man. Sonny Todd
2: Latory. They definitely get at least one, possibly both. Like, I'm going to see them at least once. They're going to win over pretty much anybody. But the second time, if they're fighting against like Nestor or Hardcore or something like that, they might end up losing. But if I got a shot to see them twice, I will.
0: Yeah, uh, same. I I think that I'll at least check out one set and uh, hope that they're not competing in both their sets against bands that I really want to see. Because Queensryche is definitely a band that comes around pretty regularly here. So I have other opportunities. And
2: you have to admit, they're not one of the lazy bands. So the last time we saw both shows, they did
0: two separate sets. Mm -hmm. I think they'll do the same again this year. I don't know. They're really good about doing stuff like that. So that is one of the things that we didn't talk about that you kind of have to factor in is, as I said earlier, most bands, unless they played the pre-party, they get two sets, two one-hour sets. Some bands are kind of lazy and they do the same set twice. I hate that because people aren't going anywhere, but a lot of times bands will be creative and do like one set of deep tracks and one set of the hits, which I really appreciate that effort. Yeah.
3: Tesla's good about doing different sets as well. Yeah. Yep. All right. That brings us to
0: extreme. And I'm guessing that we're going to get some of the new material, at least the new single. Uh, So I'm actually kind of excited about it, seeing it stream because I haven't seen them for a while. So this is definitely a band uh that I'm looking forward to seeing. Sonny, how about you? There's always three or four, possibly five bands
2: every cruise that there is no way I miss both sets. And Extreme
0: is on that list. Mm, 100%. I'm with you on that one 100%. All right. Last band in this group of six is Kicks. For me personally, Kicks is always super consistent. They just put on a good rock and roll show every time I see them. I love Kicks. I mean, they just do a great job. So, I definitely usually try to seek out at least one of their sets on the cruise. This cruise, I'll be honest with you guys, man, there's a lot of bands on this lineup that uh, are really intriguing to me. So it may be tough to see some of these old standard bands that I like a lot and want to see, but if they're going up against some of these other bands that I don't have as many opportunities to see, they might actually lose out, but... Kicks is always a mort favorite. Uh, they're on every mort sailing just about. Tony, what are your thoughts
3: on seeing Kicks this year? Um, same as usual. Uh, they're, like you said, solid band, always entertaining. But if somebody like one of the Euro bands or somebody, like you said, is playing the same time, they got no shot against them. I'll just say that because we've seen them every single year on the boat. So mm-hmm. we'll be there for the sail away at least. Right. So we'll see that one. But outside of that, I don't know. You think they're the sail away band? No, you just said they literally do the sail away every year, which was not true. But I just went with it.
0: When did I say that? Just <laughs> now? Just now. Oh, uh, I just I, me- I meant sailing. <laughs> sailing. Did I say sail away? Yeah. I meant sailing. sailing. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I, I right. didn't mean sail away. That's sailing. Uh, gotcha. Sonny? Man, I wish I knew their set list. And I wish I knew that
2: they like played Cold Blood and Hot Wire back to back. So I knew exactly when to go in and get out because I like kicks. But yeah, they're not going to win over most of the bands that I haven't seen before.
0: Yeah. So out of this group of six, pick one that you got to see. Which is it for you, Sonny? Out of Tesla, Michael Schenker, Steven Peercy, Queensryche, Extreme Kicks,
2: Extreme wins 100%.
0: Tony? Same. Extreme. Okay. Yeah, that's a tough one for me. But this year, I'm kind of excited about seeing it stream. So I'm going to go extreme and make it a threefer. My second would have been Michael Schenker because I am looking forward to seeing him. Star, you're a star. Yeah, be
4: careful what you're wishing for. All your dreams
0: coming true. Star, yes you are. You're no bigger than Venus and Mars. All right, that moves us to the next group. Winger, Sonny?
2: Very interested. Unlike kicks, they're on a lot, but man, I love seeing them every time. Man, they kill. And I I, I don't think I can miss Winger.
1: We
0: couldn't fit in that theater last uh, year. That theater show was packed out
3: last year. Standing room only. Tony, what about you? Oh, for sure. Uh, I've always been a Winger fan since the beginning. The new stuff that they're putting out sounds pretty good so far. And they're such solid musicians. I mean, holy smokes. They, they never cease to amaze. So absolutely, I'm there for Winger.
0: So the new record releases the day after the cruise gets back. And I've already heard the new record. New record is good. If you like what you've heard so far off the new record, then you're going to like the record because it's pretty solid. It's a rocking record. It's definitely in the vein of... Pull. It's somewhere in between the second and and pull, but mostly I think it leans towards the heavier side, which is definitely pull. I'll try and catch them as I always do just because I do enjoy them quite a bit. That moves us to Striper. Sonny? One of my favorites of all time.
2: There's
3: no way I miss either show. You're going to catch both shows. Both shows. Tony? Always. I've been a fan since way, way back. So yeah, I'm there for
0: that for sure. All right. Well, I'm definitely going to catch a set by Striper this year because I haven't seen them in a while, probably since last Monsters of Rock cruise in 2020. So I'm definitely going to catch a set by Striper because they killed it uh, the last time on the boat. I mean, they destroyed the theater. That first uh, set It was really good. That brings us to Vandenberg. Tony? Pass. Pass completely. How yep. about you, Sonny? I didn't enjoy him the last
2: time, although Matt Levin's been saying they're pretty much gonna lose to everybody except for what Max Sabbath maybe? I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe he'll play three sets again this year. Oh my god. So so my issue with Vandenberg, I like Vandenberg. And I would see the set this year, at least one set, if I knew for sure that they were gonna do some old Vandenberg. The last sailing, I was definitely disappointed with Vandenberg because They really played only the new record, and I like a lot of the old Vandenberg. That's why I'm a fan. So they didn't play any of that, which was hugely disappointing. I think they played like one song, maybe two, and they rearranged them some, which I wasn't a huge fan of. So uh, I would like to see them play some old Vandenberg and do it justice, and I would appreciate that. That would be good for me. Uh, But I like Adrian Vandenberg as a guitar player, so I might catch him if they're not going up against something else. That brings us to Eclipse. So do I have to ask, Sonny?
2: It's going to really suck if Eclipse, Striper, Winger, and Extreme are playing at the same time. That's really going to suck.
0: I think Monsters of Rock is is smart enough at this point. I don't think that they're going to do that. I think that they know at this point, this will be Eclipse's third sailing on the boat. And I think that they know. Eclipse has pretty much become a fan favorite. I actually would not be surprised to see Eclipse be the sail away band this year. That would be great because That'd that would be, awesome. be one in the books yeah. and you could check it off
2: and there's no competition. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you of all the bands we're going to talk about today, Eclipse will win over everybody else for me because I cannot see them stateside and I can mm-hmm. see some of these other bands stateside.
0: Yeah, so that'll be the same for me. I won't miss either show simply because of what Sonny just said. Personally, they're so good live. We can't see them stateside. And then also my wife really enjoys Eclipse now at this point. And when I can find a band that she likes as well as I like, then that's a win-win for me because she comes on the cruise and I know this isn't necessarily her thing. So that's definite for me as well.
3: Yeah, you can't miss Eclipse. There's no way. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us to the canceled loudness (laughs) well i'm not going to see them
0: (laughs) you're never going to
2: see them they keep canceling loudness
0: once again canceled and when they were announced on the boat people were already saying if they make it if they make it well guess what they didn't make it so they got covid or something like that so they've replaced loudness with lynch mob and Mm -hmm. lynch Mob. I've heard George in recent interviews where he's basically said, hey, I got a rotating band. It's me and then whoever else is in my band. So Jimmy Dand on drums from the Bullet Boys. He's been with Lynch now for a while. They've got Jared playing bass. And then they've got this new kid
3: singing. What's I saw his name, but I didn't recognize it. Anybody know? I don't remember his name, but uh, he's really good. Um, And of course, I'm a Lynch guy. So, you know, I'm going to go and my boy Jaron's playing bass. So. I can't miss that. Yeah, so yeah,
0: but- I, I don't know uh, if we'll catch it or not. Uh, it just depends for me. If he's if he's not competing against somebody I really want to see, then I'll definitely stick my head in and see how it is because, I mean, I like Lynch Mom music. It's just mm-hmm. the last few times I've seen him, it's been kind of a shit show.
2: Okay, So what happened? I thought Lynch changed the name of the band. What happened? He, he, he Electric did. Freedom.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. He changed it to George Lynch and Electric Freedom because... Uh, I guess he was trying to be socially correct and then finally said, you know, to hell with this being socially correct and changed it back to lynch mob. That's a guitar speak for I wasn't making any money as
2: electric freedom or whatever. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So the singer's name is Gabrielle Colon. I will tell you, Jaron, I have no idea if you're listening. Jaron, you are the only reason i am going to go see lynch mob because i had swore off lynch mob after that shit show that we saw the last time
0: mm-hmm. Jaron, you are the only reason <laughs> <laughs> all right so the last group in this bunch is doro sunny are you going to stick your head and check out a little doro
2: i'm sure she's a nice lady
0: i'm not interested <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure How'd, she's
3: a nice lady
0: how about oh you uh Tony any German medal for you
3: yeah I mean I checked her out last time she was on the boat and um I enjoyed it I, I, I'm not a huge Doro fan I'm more of a casual Doro fan if even that but for sure I'll go check out Doro yeah again depending on who it, she's against yeah so
0: I'm probably in the same boat as you Tony I think uh that's that's about right so out of this group of six winger striper vandenberg eclipse loudness and doro i don't even have to ask we're all going to pick eclipse to go see Mm -hmm. 100 percent the next group we'll start with dad (laughs) disneyland (laughs) after dark so i had heard so many things about this band before they were on the cruise i don't know 2019 whenever that was maybe it was 2020 but their music is okay for me but they're definitely an interesting band live they do some kind of interesting crazy stuff and it's i guess worth maybe checking out a song or two but that's pretty much it for me Tony, how do you feel about Disneyland After Dark, DAD? Well,
3: their music's not okay for me. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Uh, I only really know the one, you know, Sleeping My Day Away song. It's not bad, but they're just, they don't do much for me. I mean, look, the bass player plays a bass that only has two strings. D- need I say more? But I will say this. I guess I'm saying more. I will check it out because of all the, like, the goofy shit that they do. You know what I mean? So, if there's nothing happening, I'll go check it out. Sonny and Casino. (laughs) Oh, Casino. Casino. (laughs) All
0: right. On to the next one that's going to be pretty much Casino for Sonny Faster Pussycat. Them, just like Kicks, are pretty much a regular on Monsters of Rock Cruise. They always play the pool stage because that's their thing. There's a lot of people that love them. They say that the shows on the pool stage are fantastic. I've seen them several times. I heard that they're playing better nowadays than they ever have in the past. It just usually comes down to this is time where either I'm going to see somebody else or I'm hanging out with people. So I don't usually catch Faster Pussycat on the cruise. I haven't seen them any of the other sailings that I've been on. And they've been on the ship every time. Sonny, I already know your answer. You are not a fan of Faster Pussycat. You will not check them out. Tony, are you in the same boat as Sonny?
3: I've never been a fan and I've never seen them on the boat. I, I miss them every single time uh, deliberately. And I mean, we've, we've even opened for them before and it was one of the worst shows that we've ever been a part of. They're absolutely horrendous. I've never understood why anybody likes this
2: band. You know what? The crazy part is for me is they're not the worst band on this list
0: and I don't like them. <laughs> um, well, I don't know who's on the list, honestly. So. All right. So next up, Ches Kane. She's a new one to the boat definitely i'm interested in checking out at least a set to see how she is but i'm hoping her music maybe comes across a little heavier live than it does uh on record we'll see uh and i'm interested in seeing how she is live as well sunny i know you're interested in this one yeah i'm gonna definitely see one set and
2: if she has any lita in her i'll end up seeing both sets let's put it that
3: way tony so you want her to sing bad? I'm confused. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm not talking about Lita's <laughs> voice.
3: <laughs> uh, no, I'll definitely check out at least one set. And if I enjoy it, I'll go for the second one. But for sure, I'll definitely make a point to check her out at least once. All right. That brings us
0: to Wigwam. Definitely one of the bands I'm most looking forward to on this cruise. I heard their fun live. I like their music. I like their albums. I'm starting to get more into them the more I listen to them. So I'm definitely looking forward to checking out Week Wham live, sunny, definite interest and have my hopes up that they're good.
3: Tony, I'm not really a fan. Um, I'm not sure what it is that's not connecting with me. I may be his voice, but I'll give him a shot. I mean, I know they're coming around here actually pretty soon, too, but um, I, I mean, I'll give him a shot. That brings us to
0: another Euro band, Reckless Love. These two bands were some of the first two bands that were announced. I think they announced them on the boat last year mm-hmm. as playing this year. Reckless Love, their latest album for me is definitely too weird. Uh, I do like some of their first couple of records, but this new record, eh, meh. So I'm definitely interested in seeing them live, and I will go see them live at least one set. How about you, Sonny? This is a band I'm interested
2: in, and I am not getting my hopes up i think wigwam will surprise me i got a feeling reckless love is going to disappoint me
3: that's fair how about you tony uh, honestly i don't really know too much about them i've heard a song or two here and there and, and they're they're okay so i'll certainly check them out i'll give them a shot for sure
0: all right that brings us to great white with yet another new singer brett Carlisle. i hear the singer is quite good seemed like a nice guy Sonny, are you going to be checking out great white on the boat So met Brett at Rockin'
2: Pod, really nice guy, have listened to the album All or Nothing that they released a little while back. It is very possible that this is the closest perfect fit you're going to get for a great white. It is very possible. I am very much looking forward to this. I really like Terry Lewis, and I think Brett
3: may be a better fit. Tony? I'll check it out just because out of curiosity, I want to hear what they sound like with the new guy. Um, but I've never been a huge Great White fan. I like, you know, 1.25 records. So <laughs> I'll pop in and check it out. So I saw Great White with Andrew Friedman, I think. Did he
0: ever sing with him? Yeah, I, I think he did a one or two dates, but he's probably a bit fit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know, man. I mean, I, look, I'll stick my head in because I want to see what the new guys like uh just to catch it. Um, but that's, I bet I don't stay for more than two songs. I just, the rest of the band is super boring for me and I just can't see hanging out for an hour watching them.
3: Yeah. It can't be worse than, you know, Dr. Teeth. Right. Worse than what? (laughs) The great white teeth. (laughs) Yeah. It definitely
0: won't be worse than that. That guy, man. No, thank you. That was the dumbest thing ever. (laughs) All right. Not a good fit. So out of this group. DAD, Faster Piss Cat, Ches Kane, Wigwam, Reckless Love, Great White. Who's it going to be for you, Sonny?
3: Uh, Ches Kane wins in this one. Uh, How about you, Tony? I mean, you're not leaving me with much. So I probably going to have to go with Ches Kane, too. I really don't know anything about actually, Great White's probably the band that I know the most, but I'm more interested in seeing the newer bands. So I'm going to go with Ches Kane, too.
0: Yeah, for me, it's simple. It's going to be Wigwam. Definitely most interested in seeing them before Ches.
4: Cat But your claws are too shop to be charming You were the one to Baby kick me out And left my heart in the gutter No matter what you got
2: people that was part one again part two will be available in a couple of days i'm gonna shuffle rattle and roll us out of here
3: later
1: get ready to shuffle rattle and roll
3: play us out boys